0: I was going until Trev took his hands off of his ears. <laughs> Welcome to another team profile and projection. It is Talking Baseball presented by DraftKings, and we are talking about the San Diego Padres, the team that our audience voted as the second best in baseball. Hmm. They had themselves an offseason. They had themselves a season last year. They won 37 games, which was on pace for 100 wins. They had a run-in with the Rangers that sent them on a storm of winning like crazy. They have the biggest, flashiest new name on the team. They've been bringing guys in. They've been collecting studs. They made trades at the deadline last year, and they made even more pickups in the offseason season. Jake, who did they lose and who have they gained? Guys, they lost a
1: couple guys. Zach Davies, kind of underrated. He's been really good for the past few seasons. Trevor Rosenthal and Kirby Yates in the bullpen. couple impact guys back there. Trev's guy, Jason Castro, Joey Lucchese, uh, Garrett Richards. All the talent in the world, a lot of injuries. Luis Patino, big prospect. Might see him for the Rays this year. Mitch Moreland at first base. Luis Perdomo, Francisco Mejia, and Greg Allen. Yankees, great. Guys, more importantly, it's who's coming to town. You, Darvish, second in the Cy Young last year. Top of my head, could be wrong. Blake Snell, after that heroic World Series start, he is now out from Tampa. Go check out him on the Chris Rose Rotation ad. Joe Musgrove, a sexy name this offseason. Spins it. Let's see what he does in San Diego. Mark Melanson, Keone Keela, Kella? Hassan Kim from overseas, we'll see what he's got. A little second base, might move around a little bit. And Victor Caratini, you Darvish's guy, also came over uh, in that Cubs trade. So, man, they they added some impact pieces. A lot of pitchers when you see it all on paper. Lost a couple guys, too, but it was Upgrade City. It's their time. And, Trev, what led them to their time is honestly this lineup, man. Hmm. Awesome. awesome. Um, for what it's worth, Tatis did just leave the game with an injury. I don't know if that changes City's so walking out it holding might his ch- hip. Yeah, he had I'm a weird, watching, weird I'm throw. watching, I'm watching, I'm watching
0: Fields the ball a little backhand, throws it, bounce past to first. So double bounds, and he left. Mm. On his right hip. You got hey, him out. That could change the Padres season a little bit. We'll persevere and stay through. Appreciate it. It's like the a knee. Do you guys see that? I do not see it.
2: Wow, I don't know what to say. I mean, I was just about to wax poetic about this lineup and then pass and bomb on me.
1: Mm. Do well, I just continue? Just as continue. if nothing happened?
2: Yeah. All right. Look. I'll gotta be, I gotta be honest with you. Yes, we love this lineup. And yes, there are some really flashy names, but there's also some like really under-the-radar names that aren't gonna be household but get the job done. It's kind of this, this Padres team does it that way. Catcher, we got Austin Nola, first base, my guy Eric Hosmer, <laughs> World Series champ with the Royals, trying to bring that winning way to the Padres. At second base, Jake Cronenworth, who finished second. An NL Rookie of the Year in 2020. Uh, and then the guy we were just talking about, shortstop, their guy. Face of baseball. 14 years, 340 mil. Fernando Tatis Jr. Just really the most exciting player that we've seen in a long time. Uh, Manny Machado at third base. We know what he can do. Tommy Pham <laughs> got stabbed, but he's okay because he's got muscles. That's
0: what I, I heard. Yeah, I said it would have been really bad if he was, if it was yeah. me. I would have died if I took that stab stabbing.
2: <laughs> if he wasn't so jacked, it would have been bad. But that's Tommy Pham's in left field. That's
0: why I've been staying away. Center from the strip field, clubs. Trent
2: Grisham. That's why I've been going. I don't mean to laugh at that at all. I'm sorry. And then in right field, will the thrill Myers after a disappointing 2019? He slugged 606 in 2020. That's a career high. 288 batting average and 353 were also the highest since he won the Rookie of the Year in 2013. So that was a big uh, step up for them. Love the lineup. Need Fernando to be okay. This is, Jim, you're going to go to the pitching now, and this is, I think, where they separate themselves from a lot of different teams.
0: Like Jake said, they brought in a lot of guys. You Darvish from the Cubs, Blake Snell from the Rays, Joe Musgrove from the Pirates, Chris Paddock from themselves. Actually, they did trade for him way back uh, with the Marlins. And Adrian... Marjone, he'll be there. Um, did I miss anyone? Mackenzie
1: Gore might get the call at some Yeah, Mackenzie Gore will we'll get see. the
0: call. Nelson Lamette, what's going on with him? How come Fangrefs doesn't have him on there? Is he, did he get injured as he recovered? Banged up little elbow discomfort? I have it as elbow discomfort. Okay. Lol little uh, ED. Hmm. Maybe get him some Roman. In there. Help mm. him out. Yeah, that rotation's pretty cool. I mean, they brought Clevenger over, and he goes down with Tommy John. Uh, Chris Baddock came up. The sheriff? Sheriff! A couple years ago, and uh, everyone's excited about him. lamette has been amazing, but his elbow isn't comfortable right now. Just for a little bit. We'll see how that goes.
1: will not be ready for opening day. We'll get his first Cactus League start on Wednesday.
0: Hell yeah! So? He's ready. Hell yeah! Um... What do you guys think about taking all these uh, central guys, Musgrove and Darvish, and putting them in the West? I mean, you put Darvish on
2: Mars, he'd still be a good pitcher. He's the real deal, man. I think that was like, you know, we got Snell. When Darvish came over, it's like, okay. You know, I I wish wish Clevenger was healthy. I think that that changes things immensely in that race uh, with the Dodgers out there in the West. But even without him this year, I mean... Top three guys plus the guys coming up plus Paddock. If he kind of like ever captures what people thought he was going to be, I mean, they have a chance to be really, really special. Yeah, I mean, it's and Blake it, Snell seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder, by the way. It's nuts. What's um,
0: up with Chris Rose making Blake Snell the coolest guy ever? Like, dude, well, I know he kind we kind of is the coolest guy. We ever.
1: joke with the ads, he's like, I'm like, I have feelings for Blake Snell now. It was awesome I like Chris it. Rose rotation um, So stop doing that Chris Rose You've now made me Love Glass now And Snell uh, Yeah man And hey You know When we talk about depth And injuries I mean look at this Padres team Clevenger and Lumet right now And Danelson should be back But those would be A hell of a one-two punch On how many teams We've done so far So uh, The fact that that's in the bank right now with Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Paddock, Morajone. Really interested to see how Musgrove uh, reacts. I know he can spin it. His projected for twenty-eight starts, a twenty-nine starts in a three-eight-six. Um, you know, it, you're right there, Jim. Leaving the Central. Let's let's see you do it on a big stage. Uh, one thing that I I do come back to when you mention Darvish and and him, San Diego has traditionally been a pretty big pitcher's park. Um, so I think that could balance out uh some things anyways, but they've got the depth. Uh Mackenzie Gore, does he get the call this year? They've got some other uh young pitchers who, who will get innings this year that I mean are, are legit prospects. So man, this team's exciting. It's uh it just kinda sucks they're in the division with the big bad wolf, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to them next episode. Update from Kevin AC Fernando Tatis, Fernando Tatis Jr. is heading back to the complex unassisted. Seems to be walking normally. He's a hundred percent. We believe that. Yeah, he's great. We're gonna will that. Yeah, we're gonna will that.
1: Maybe he just was tired. And was like, I'm over this. Yeah, spring training. <laughs> I'm over it. God, I got 300 milli coming in. Uh, 340. Let, let's let's we'll, oops. Let's go to the lineup because. There's a lot of interesting dynamics here. Uh, Trent Grisham, uh, the guy that was remembered a little bit for booting the ball in the Brewers-Nats game, uh, start to know him otherwise. Because this dude won the gold glove, I believe, in the outfield last year. And he hits. They put him atop the lineup against righties. Uh, Tatis Machado, you already know if you're listening to this. Hosmer and Will Myers. How about a couple huge prospects Back in their day, veterans that had a little bit of the swing change revolution And holy smokes, those guys were beasts Tommy Pham, I mean, talk about built different uh, And crazy some crazy on-base numbers if you want to mix it up that way And then Cronenworth Kim, that's going to be a fun story Along with Profar as the super utility And then hell, I mean, Nola and Caratini as your catchers uh, You know, not household brand names But but guys that get it done, I mean, the NOLA story is pretty wild. So this lineup, when they are full tilt, um, I mean,
2: you don't navigate it. You're having a bad time, dude. I love it. I love it. And, you know, people, you know, first, uh, what, let's see, how many years has he been in San Diego now? Three years he's been in San Diego. First two years, Osmer comes over, 100 OPS plus, 94 OPS plus, and people are like, hey. What, what did we just shell out our money for? Then he comes back last year, 131 OPS plus. Started to hit the ball in the air a little bit more, which is what people have been asking him to do this entire time. Is that an adjustment that he made? I don't, I don't really necessarily think he went up there trying to hit the ball in the air more. I think it just kind of has happened. Maybe being around some of the other guys that came in. I'll find have, out for you. Uh, mm. Have swayed uh, what he's doing. But he's got all the talent in the world, and when you have a guy like that with that mentality, big help. I think him and, him and Machado, like that, that pairing is such a perfect pairing for this franchise.
0: Hosmer, I'm doing some research for you, Trev, real quick. Right now, live. Live research. Um, he, he changed his swing path in a very serious way. Dude had a negative launch angle in 2018. Yeah, he's had that, yeah. He's kind of like always had that. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's still not at, like high. Um, league average is 11.9 launch angle, and he bumped his up seven. from 8 to 8.7. His career average before that was like 2. Yeah. The Royals, baby, just teaching him to yeah. play well, 1970s baseball. Yeah. The
2: stadium dictated that a lot, I'm, I'm sure.
1: I think he's on. I think he's on record of not fully addressing it. Um, I don't know if it's a pride thing or whatever, but it it's definitely a change. And you know, I, Trevor, I kind of kick it to you on this because you wonder if it's a coach or you wonder if it's a guy looking in the mirror. Or, or what it is, because, I mean, dude, Will Myers, too. I mean, <laughs> it, Fangraphs had him as the 16th best hitter last year. This guy that came up and was supposed to be an all-world prospect, and, you know, it was good. And and now if he's figured it out, batting sixth for them, it, I don't know, man. These guys are different.
2: You know, I, I don't know him personally that, that much. I played against him, and from the outside it kind of looks like He's the kind of guy that needs some motivation. He's out there in San Diego. Things aren't necessarily great for the Padres while he's there. So, And he's got his deal. He signed a deal early. There wasn't a ton of motivation. Then you start to surround us with some guys, some real, some superstars. And you start winning a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit of motivation factor kicking in. Maybe Hosmer and Machado kicked him in the butt and said, let's go, man. You're too good.
0: Yeah, it's like the scene in Newsies when they're fighting. Um, all of the the police, you know, and Christian Bale and all of those guys are fighting the police, and they're getting their butts kicked. All of a sudden, the crew, Spot Conlon from Brooklyn comes, and now they get rejuvenated, and they're like, yeah, we do have numbers, and then they start fighting better themselves. And I was like, Dad, why didn't they just fight good from the start? And my dad said, well, you know, as soon as they found out they had help, they got more confidence, so, yeah. Newsies, just like the Newsies. Exactly. Yes, that's Aerely. exactly
1: what I was thinking, Jim. Nearly yeah. similar. Spot Conlon. Now that I think
2: about it, badass. You weren't that thinking, does about happen, though. I wasn't thinking about it. That happens. It does happen. In San Diego. He's probably just going to <laughs> awesome Mexican food restaurants all the yeah. time, living that beach life, and then. Well, all Myers of a sudden, also, these guys
0: are like, hey. I mean, he also spiked all of his like hard hit numbers and slugging numbers and barrel numbers, all the best of his career in the shorter season. He jumped up to, like, the top 1% and a lot of exit velocity and x-slugging and barrel and all that. Super slow in the outfield, though. Ha! Ha. Actually, he's fast. He has a terrible jump. That's how Mike Trout plays the outfield as well. Trout's it. How about that? All
2: of this because uh, Chris Woodard uh, was mad at Fernando Tatis
0: for hitting a three-zero homer. I mean, that's what that's what sparked this team into like superstardom, right? I would like every Padres Dodgers game to be prime time, and I would like the dot the Padres to start their best pitchers and and uh, make their schedule so they can do that. And I think if the Padres can take that season series from the Dodgers, that would be very fun. I very hard to do. Uh, But I think that's where kind of their shot at the division lies in those 18, 19 games against the Dodgers. I think they'll beat up on everyone else. I think they'll have a lot of fun. I am rooting for them and the Dodgers, not rooting against the Dodgers. So Padres fans that are like, think you have to choose one or the other. I hope both teams combine and that rivalry lifts baseball well mm. rivalry is, again, an audit, the term Trev doesn't like. But I hope those eight, 19 games bring so much passion and fun and competition that they become like, hey, you got to watch the Dodgers and the Padres are playing tonight. Uh, that's what I, I think they can do because the, the Padres have a lot of personality, a lot of fun, and winning goes through the Dodgers right now. So I, I'm rooting for the Padres to really um, – those 19 games, I think, it's, I think the division will come down to that. I don't mind using the term rivalry,
2: but I, I do think because – I'll tell you why. Because when you're, when you're playing and you're two good teams, no matter if there's a historic rivalry or not, that's the team you're excited to play against. Like the Yankees and the Red Sox, and the Red Sox are bad, or vice versa. Like, yeah, sure, it's a historic rivalry, and fans love that. But right now, I bet the Yankees get more juiced up to
0: play the Rays than anybody. Yeah, you get more messed up. So that's kind of how I feel about
2: this rivalry here.
0: The good news is that they don't play each other until um, April 16th, so they get a little bit of time to, like, get, get their footing. They get two weeks of baseball mm. in before they see each other, and then it's a weekend series, and then um, – Maybe Lamette
1: comes back for that series, little yeah. Padres juice.
0: So they play each other seven times in April. Okay. I wonder if there's a big break in then September. Sometimes they do that with division uh rivals like that. But yeah, that's that's where like with this Padres team I'm most interested in. Um a lot of the pitching staff has some injuries, I hope. I hope Snell and and Darvish and and all the guys they got cuz it's such a bummer that Clev's not part of this and they just traded for him. So I hope everyone stays uh healthy and strong. I think the lineup's great. I think it's versatile too. Like Tatis tagging up on fly balls to the infield is they, – they can beat you with speed. They can beat you with power. Um, and they're good OBP guys, all of them, right?
1: I mean, a lot of them. Uh, I mean, uh, these, these guys kind of do it all offensively. And it, it's, yeah, they
0: had five guys with a 350 or higher on base percentage.
1: It's funny now that you circle it and you can kind of put them in groups like Grisham, Tatis, Machado. Um, well, you're welcome, Trent Grisham. But that top of the lineup, <laughs> you kind of know what you're going to get from those guys in a nice way. Um, Hosmer, Pham, and Will Myers, that's kind of a different story. Those are the vets, that's the over 30 crew. Uh, and a couple of those guys are going through some changes, some, you know, Pham coming back. What are you going to get from them? And then you circle second base and catcher, where it's Cronenworth, Kim. Caratini, and uh, my guy Nola, mostly Nola, hopefully, if, if his fractured finger's okay. You know, you almost put them into groups, and it's how much are you going to get from each of them. You, you believe in the young guys to the umpteenth degree, the older guys, who's going to bring it, and Hosmer with a little playoff history, maybe taps into that a little bit, and um, Really interested to see how that sorts out. Cronenworth was so good for a little bit last year, and now they bring in Kim. Does that is that a beautiful thing? Are they moving him around? as he Ben Zobrist, or does he look a little different if he's not getting everyday reps at second base? So I'm assuming this is a big combo in Padres land. Padres, tell me, uh, because you know better than I. Um, and I, I don't know. Let me get romantic for another second. How about Snell coming over? Twenty eight year old Blake Snell, not the kid that. You know, me and Jimmy remember seeing make his Major League debut against the Yanks, and, you know, who's who's this guy from the Pacific Northwest? He's got a couple young lefties coming up in the Padres' system. Mora Hone, 22 years old. He's got some MLB innings. And, man, if they give Mackenzie Gore the call, and he's the number two prospect in baseball, a young lefty, I wonder if, uh, if you know, Blake Snell, the maturing Blake Snell, throws a little arm over the shoulder, can give a couple tips, and... Uh, you know, I'm I'm curious if Mackenzie Core is going to be a big name we're talking about come playoff time or if he's kind of not not in the picture for them. I
2: I'm not going to I have something different to say. I'm sorry. I, I was looking up some stuff. You're fine. A lot of things went right for this team last year. Like a lot of things went right for this team last year. And yes, they added pieces this offseason, specifically pitchers. In uh, Blake Snell and Yu Darvish and Musgrove, but looking at like the lineup, you know, Hosmer career year offensively, Will Myers career year offensively. They had Cronenworth step up, they had Grisham step up, they added essentially added Tatis. He was there in 2019, but man, a little bit of regression from those guys. And w- what are we talking about? Well, the
0: rotation is a lot better. This though. team,
2: I was listening. The rotation is a lot better, but the lineup. We talk about when t- guys have bad seasons in 2020, we're like, hey, chalk it up to 2020. When, when you have a good season, we kind of have to look at it the same way. We're not going to just totally dismiss it. But there's a little caveat there. There's a little asterisk maybe on the, on the 2020 season. So there's a couple lineups I like a lot better than this lineup. But the pitching's really good. And I think that's where they separate themselves. Um, but, but I mean... I like the versatility of the lineup too. Versatility is good. Must be. It's deep. It's deep. I like Profur off the bench. He's kind of grown on me. I didn't like him at first, but I think he does offer exactly what they need
0: out you of You think him. it's gonna be his
2: year now?
1: Jerickson? <laughs> I never know with him, man. When when you expect him to eat it, that's kinda when he balls out. So I'm um, I'm recalling a big year last year, but then COVID happened. He ended up getting decently paid, so I'm happy yeah, for did. him. So I'm gonna expect for Jerickson, I'm gonna expect low things and then he'll ball out because of yeah. it.
0: Before the Grand Slam, the Tatis Grand Slam, they were on a six-game losing streak, one, two, yeah. three, four, five, yeah. and they had a losing record on the season. And then from there they won, I don't know, one, seven straight, and then another eight-game winning streak later on. Uh, schedule watch, as I was doing earlier. Schedule they watch. They did do it how I love. I used to love when they did, when the Yankees and the Red Sox were the two best teams, and they've would and they done it with the Rays recently. They have six games in the last two weeks of the mm. season. So you get seven in April, and you get mm. six in September, and it's kind of like, go get yours at, a- at the beginning, and then you're not going to see each other. I mean, they play three in um, August, but like late August. Right. So, yeah, late August, August 24th, 25th, 26th. So you go get your seven in April, and then May, June, July, and majority of August, it's you got to beat everyone else, and then you get the Face the po- Angels or, uh, Dodgers again for, uh, for nine in the last five weeks of the season. I love when the schedule maker. I think it's just an algorithm and not that old couple anymore, but I love when they do it like that. You see them in April, you see them in September. Keep it tight, Padres. Because it's always like, you know what, but we were a different team then. We didn't even yeah. have blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it doesn't or matter, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love when they do that. Mm. Oh, man. Trev. What's your ceiling, Trev? Think, Do you think they can take the division from the Dodgers? Yes, there's a ceiling there. Yes, yes. Okay, floor second, second in the West. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna steal that from them. Capler,
2: yeah. I think <laughs> there's like little stairs leading up to the. I don't know. I, 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 I don't see a way they finish below second place. What was that little stairs analogy? Like there's a little entry where the giants can sneak past them. Just this little. Really? No, there's not. It. <laughs> it, a lot would happen. Like to a fire go. escape on the, the. Yeah. No, they're look. They're going to be competing with the Dodgers for the division. I don't want Padres fans are going to come at me, man. But Good. I, just looking back and just seeing how many career years and and young guys that had to step up last year, and like you said, Jim, there was like this catastrophic. Uh, national moment with Fernando Tatis Jr. in the middle of the season that propelled them to a bunch of victories. I know they got better, a lot better, in the starting pitching um, position. I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm not as high on these guys as I thought I was going to be. How about that? Okay. I'm still very high on them. They're a very good team, Padres fans. This is incredible. You're going to have a great year my My expectations are tempered a little bit right now. Wow. okay. yeah i'm I'm interested to see. I mean, i I'll
1: say they have on the other side of that, they can do a lot of things so well that I, I think that can just help out a team much more during a season. like they can there's going to be days when they just pitch themselves to victory. You go Snell, Darvish to the back guys in your bullpen. Pomeranz has been crazy lights out since he's gone to the pen. Um, You know, there's days when that'll be it. Like when you Darvish is right, you're not scoring. What do
0: you. I have a really obnoxious question. Okay. Perfect. Uh... (laughs) Ideal. What do you think is going to be harder for the Padres, to win the World Series or to win the division? Oh, man. Skip Bayless. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If they if they make it as a wild card and the Braves do their bidding for him in the DS, they might have an easier route to the World Series than the division. Well, who would they play? The Braves, not the Dodgers. Let someone else be no, the Dodgers.
2: If they won the division, they would play the Dodgers or whoever was no, the I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, division team. I, <laughs> right? Could they end up playing the Dodgers in the divisional round? They could, right?
0: They could, yeah. But there's also a chance also chance another team plays Dodgers and the Dodgers are out and then they then they're the probably the favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a really obnoxious, annoying yeah. Skip Bayless question. My mind doesn't work that. We are out. I was. I was. Giving I think it it's going to be very, very hard for them to win the division if they sneak in the wild card. I think they have a shot at winning the World Series because someone else can beat the Dodgers first.
1: I was giving a passionate speech about how they could win with pitching, offense, or defense. I am now over that as well. Uh, Trev, I'll I'll have the San Diego Crazies come at me a little bit too. I think the Dodgers have the division, man. I, I know I know baseball a lot can happen. For this team to take over the Dodgers, a lot has to go wrong for the Dodgers. And like Tatis has to be the MVP this year, which he can, but he's still gotta do it for a buck fifty, a buck sixty two.
0: And now he's getting Tommy John.
1: Hey, Jimmy. according to Phil
0: Hughes. Jimmy. Who still said Hughes. what? Uh Phil Phil tweeted, I hope. Tatis doesn't need Tommy John, so okay. Well, Uh, I hope so too. Phil, I love you, Phil so
2: much. So I don't love you, Phil. Love you,
0: Phil. I also hope he doesn't have Tommy John. Got
1: to get him on soon. Um, I don't know, man. I just think, I just think it's kind of the wrong time for them. That Dodgers team is a behemoth. They added Bauer.
0: Not Uh, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet.
1: And that's hey, that's where things get scary. I mean. If this team does find them in a one game wild card, which is currently the playoffs uh, setup, we'll see if they change it right before the season. You know, you're in one game. Who are you going to face? Do you get the Mets and DeGrom? You know, like that's where things could get scary with this Padres team. And Jim, you were kind of on this early, I think too early, but there's a world where things start to go against this Padres team. They're the new team, they're the home run guys. Tatis is sexy. If, you know, if they're trailing the Dodgers by five, six, seven, eight games, and then you're in a one-game playoff with it all on the line, and does Snell want the ball? Does Darvish get the – I don't know. There, there's a world where these fun San Diego fathers lose a little
0: bit of their shine. And, hey. I actually uh, think adding Darvish and Snell uh, help uh, counteract that turn a lot because those guys are so likable. Okay. If they added Bauer, then they'd they'd mm. it'd be the other way. A little more polarizing. So, hey, Padres
1: fans, here's how I'll try to bring it back. Man, shove it in my face. Ew. Let Tatis be the future. Let him be the next Griffey. Let this team be star set. I love Machado. I really do. Like emotional, sexual. Um, and hey, maybe Snell's Out from Tampa, he's pitching seven every start, just pumping it. He gets to face the pitcher now. Uh, So, I don't know. Padres, prove me wrong. Make the Padres and Dodgers the best rivalry in baseball this year.
0: That's what I was saying. Max's fun stat is that shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. ranked in the top two in baseball on average exit velocity on both ground balls and fly balls and line drives in 2020. Christian Yelich and Miguel Sano were the only other players to be in the top ten for both. Tatis Jr. also led baseball with 102 hard hit balls and with 32 barrels. It's different. Hits the ball hard. DraftKings has the over under at 94 and a half. Ooh. That's a good line.
2: That's Amore. I just I just snuck ahead and looked at the Dodgers line. It's at 101.5. Yeah. So you got to like I'm thinking like if I if you want to take the Dodgers over, can you take the Padres over? Can they both do it? I don't know, man. That's so many wins for both teams to be honest with you. I I know how good the Dodgers are, but I think it's a tough one for me. I'll let you guys go first. The words
1: of the late great Bear Bryant roll tide. Give me the over, man.
0: Yeah, I'll take the over as well. Give me the over. I didn't the know where you were going di- with that. Rest of
1: that division stinks. Thanks. Like I don't want to give away my Dodgers pick either, but I mean I think uh I think those teams are gonna rack up dubs. Because yeah. of my my wax poetic on the pitching, the defense, and the home runs that
2: This team's really good. I know they are. They're
1: really, really good. You want me you, to, don't want, you want me down. to go
0: through game by game?
1: Game one every
0: game. D-backs they're winning it.
1: Win. Yeah. Darvish's debut.
0: Mhm. Especially Gallants out.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, no kidding. S- um Snell's shoot, man. Too. I really I I like a lot of guys on this team. I want to root for them. 94 we've, we've been we've been uh, we've been agreeing too much lately. So I'll be I'll play Devil's advocate here and uh, and I'll go uh I'll go under here. Devil's Just advocate. under. 94 wins. San Diego Padres come in at the end of the 2021 season.
1: I don't hate that.
2: Give me the hook.
1: I've heard that a
2: few times.
0: This team isn't going to lose a single game on a Sunday. All right, one more left. Over under? I said over. MVP,
1: Tatis. Well,
0: uh, he's Who's done, got better Santa. tacos, LA or, or San Diego? San Diego, closer to Mexico.